We're talking football again with J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor. We're back on Radio Row. This is day two of the NFL Combine in downtown Indianapolis inside the convention center. We're joined on site right now by Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network analytics expert. Did Woo-hoo! I get that correct? You crushed it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, take two on that one. Hit the timeout button. But uh, <laughs> NFL Network providing live coverage of the Combine March 2nd through the 5th. We're here to talk it all with Cynthia. Cynthia, welcome back to Indianapolis. How excited are you that the Combine stayed in town here for us? I never get the want home it to court move. advantage here. I never want it to move. I don't know who who do I write a letter to? Can we start a letter writing campaign? Well, so far I, it's working. Perfect. Yeah. I, the only thing that would make the combine better is if somehow I could get my dog here because I became <laughs> became a dog mom this year and I just like really really miss my puppy. Other than that, it's I love it here. You can I mean we have a dog at home. Yep. She's a jerk. She probably won't be very nice to your dog, but next combine you could bring her and she could stay <laughs> yeah. at our house. The thing of its perfect. kill. Yeah. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, he, my, Gordy, uh, my dog's named Gordy after Gordy Howe. I'm from oh, Michigan. Love it. There Beautiful. we go. Uh, he's just like, he's like my little angel. I just miss him so much. It's well, it's not that far away. <laughs> I know. You know. I know. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little, little one state away yeah. jaunt there. Okay. I, I know you're sick of talking about the quarterbacks. No, 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 right, no, you're, no, no. you're making the rounds here, and but unfortunately, you know, no. the Colts back. <laughs> And, and where they're at right now. I'm just, I'm just, no. I'm prefacing everything because I know no. this is what we're going to get into. But for you, which of the top quarterbacks analytically is is the most intriguing going into the draft? Intriguing to me means who am I most interested to understand more about? Okay. Um, not who I necessarily think will go first in the draft, right? I, I'm looking at Kentucky, and I think maybe we'll let, like I love that big arm. I know there were a lot of interceptions, but. I don't know. They're, like To me, this is a really interesting quarterback year. This feels like one of those years where the best one in five years isn't going to come out of the first three picks, right? I mean, no no offense to Houston or whoever decides mm-hmm. to – you got to pick where you pick, right? Sure. But it, it feels to me like this is one where you're going to have to get the right fit with the right – system with the right people with the right o-line you know that kind of thing more so given the group of guys because when you're looking through there's no to me there's no clear cut like there's no andrew luck in this draft right like everybody says that but you can say that to colts fans because you actually did get andrew luck so we know (laughs) so like he was the most perfect prospect ever to me there's none of that so will levis to me like i like his film a lot i think he's really interesting and a lot of people are kind of like nah too many picks and like i don't know i don't know if i think that's I mean, there was a lot of – I seem to remember Justin Herbert having a lot of, you know, th- uh, balls thrown out or behind the line of scrimmage, and his O-line really let him down. So he seems to be doing pretty darn well now. <laughs> so that kind of thing. Analytically, what matters when the quarterbacks measure? Because this is obviously the big topic yep. here is what is Bryce Young going to measure at? So what what matters? Is it <sighs> height? Is it weight? Is it hand size? Is it all of the above? Is it none of the above? Where do you fall on that? Well, I mean, if he doesn't measure well, which is a ridiculous thing to say, <laughs> he, he will take himself out of some of the older school thinkers. Inter- they're like, who can't see over the line? Get off mm-hmm. my lawn. But the, it, that doesn't matter to me when I see who does what. Because the reality is, is college has evolved, and so too will the NFL. So while you can't go, go plop a Bryce Young on like a 1992 team, sure. 
but we don't play in 1992, so <laughs> we're playing now. So I, I think that it matters the fit all around. So it's really not just one thing, but everything taken together. Yeah. So if you make the investment in a Bryce Young, you need to reinforce your line differently. You need to have different types of tight ends. I love your tight end. That was my East West Shrine guy last year. Jelani Jelani Woods. Woods. I loved him. Anyways, but um, you need to have the right system because do you do you plan on playing more heavier sets? Okay, great. Right. Then mm-hmm. get that personnel. So I don't actually think it, it matters together. Now, who would be the best fit given where you are right now because you can't like if you're looking at the Colts roster you can't wholesale change everything and you can't make it from scratch so it, it has to be the right fit for what they'd like to do in this next season given the achievable free agents and mix of players that you can get this year and how the coaches want to run things yeah what so about a, that's not a very unsatisfying that's a very unsatisfying answer no that's, sorry that's that's exactly <laughs> real, what though. we need to know that's the real right. that's the real right. stuff <laughs> are there stats that you often see carryover for quarterbacks, like completion yep. percentage, yep. sacks taken. That's a big thing with Will, with, uh, Will Levis, obviously. Are there certain stats that you say if they do that in college, that's what you can expect in the NFL? Um, I think the most productive thing you can look at if you're a fan of quarterbacks is how they've done in a clean pocket. So the best you can do in all of football is when you have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone. So And that does tend to carry over from college into the pros, is what happens when things aren't a mess. Now, I will say, most quarterbacks are under pressure a third of the time. So you got to remember, that's like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. But that's kind of their best case scenario. But they can grow off of that. That's when you saw, like one of the, I was looking at it, Dak Prescott had weird college stats right he went to Mississippi State and he had a certain game I think he scored six touchdowns in one game like when it was wild but from a clean pocket he did really well Uh and then they really did a nice job of rolling him out where okay they had a great running back which hmm, that seems like a nice formula for a team like you anyways (laughs) (laughs) and they didn't ask him to throw deep outside the pocket or didn't you know or throw deep or throw outside the numbers or throw when he was outside for a really long time right so Mm -hmm. that was good they kept him clean they had a great line kept so that type of thing that's one that comes to mind really quickly as like you know and remember he was not a first round pick so this is this is the type of thing where you're like okay well it can yeah. grow from there that's cynthia freeland with us nfl network analytics expert on radio row with us i want to stay on on something you just talked about the college game how much of the college game is coming up to the nfl especially at quarterbacks and with a coach like shane steichen there was a lot of ncaa stuff with jalen hurts from an analytics standpoint how impressed have you been with the modern-day offensive coordinators being able to get the best out of these dual-threat quarterbacks, these mobile guys, blending Saturday Mm -hmm. with Sunday in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah, so... Coach Steichen specifically, like, it's funny when people say that they did a lot of NCAA stuff because they did, but the reality is, is that's the personnel that they had, right? Like, so is it one or the other, chicken or egg? Who cares? Just do the right thing for the people on your team. So I actually think Coach Steichen's, like, uniquely positioned to pick one of these quarterbacks that would fit a system that he wants to run. And by the way, he's set up really well, whoever this quarterback, mystery quarterback is, because the run game matters. And I know I'm an analytics person, and often analytics people are, like, quoted as, like, hating running back. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Yeah. I don't like overpaying running backs, but I don't like overpaying Who any does? position. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So the reality is, is you need to beef up probably some of the pass catchers and beef up probably a little bit of some, some O-line help, and then 
you're in, in good shape. Like th- that's a good job. Like like we were t- you know you're talking about like advantageous jobs. The only problem of taking a, the Colts job and the Colts posi- opportunity to win is that you're in the AFC, which is just like can you move to the NFC like a lot more yeah, for a year, just, just yeah. a lot easier over there to win than it is to win in the AFC. Right, right. When you look at the the thought of okay maybe the Colts trade up. Mm-hmm. Analytically, like what what charts are you looking at? Because I know mm-hmm. there's the Jimmy Johnson chart. There are some pro football focus ones that exist. I'm sure there, you know, every team has their own proprietary chart at this point. Um, what do you think that price would be to go up to number one, knowing that it's going to be a quarterback, so you're going to have to pay a little bit of a premium on it? So I reverse engineered like a lot of the to see what the trades have netted out being worth, mm-hmm. and it really does follow the Jimmy Johnson one pretty pretty closely. Okay. Still, like what has happened now? I don't know. It's not you know it's not forward looking, so I don't know if that's going to stay mm-hmm. true for this season. But it does seem like over the at least over the past eight years that I went back, that they, it really does follow the equity that the Jimmy Johnson you, trade chart. Do you think that's because even if teams have you know significant analytics departments, like if you're making a trade with a team that's using the Jimmy Johnson chart and you want that pick, you probably have to. All right, we'll go off the Jimmy Johnson chart because that's right. what they're using. Right. You think there's some of that still? I think people have convinced themselves that they're better at picking more like they're like look look there's needs and there's theoretical value right so the need is a quarterback now so we'll go I'll go get this guy I think I can get him at position x Mm -hmm. I whatever I need to do to get there and that's just what the market has dictated Uh enough people in the market say that this is what something's worth so that's what I mean it's the same thing as you know every every other market right Right, like so I, it, it has tended to follow the gym. I, I've just been charting it, right? Because mm-hmm. like, the idea would be that you could somehow game the system if you had a better chart. But the problem is you need a trade partner. Right. And all those trade partners, they're going to call seven other teams. Mm-hmm. And so your unique value, okay, like save your unique value for your players so that maybe, like, I, I actually think you should find efficient trades. Like go find someone who you think is a good, an efficient trade partner with you because then you actually both end up getting more even if they're in your same division. People think I'm nuts for saying that, but I, I have some cases where it's proved out. So I like <laughs> get, it. Your, All right. get the darn player. Yep. You still have, they still got to no turn doubt. into a good player. Yep, great stuff as always. <laughs> Cynthia yeah. Freeland from the NFL Network. Now yeah. Michigan I'm a Michigan native. Okay, that's Michigan why. native, uh-huh. but with Wolverine or Spartan. Well, I went to I went to business school at Northwestern. Okay, so, so Wildcat. I, I'm a Wildcat. <laughs> go Cats. I'm a I'm a Wildcat. None of the above. Yeah, there yep. you go. So none of the above, but that's because like to be honest with you, I kind of like them both, which is there you go. A weird. Big thing. Ten and country though. That's fine. I also, I'm here. Also like Indiana, Purdue, <laughs> Ohio, and truly like I don't I love the Big Ten and I love I live in Southern California now and I love that I'm going to be able to see like my Big Ten teams without leaving LA. All of them. Wild. Both. All of them right there. Yeah, that's right. right. It's growing UCLA <laughs> USC joining the mix because that seems like a Big Ten <laughs> yeah, team whatever as somebody who was transplanted sense. here uh, I'm going to admit something that I should probably not but I like IU and Purdue equally I know I have nothing against either team they're both cool and fun I know, wow. I know. It's not weird. a lot of people around here are in that everyone's going to hate me now it's great no it's all right well, I appreciate your time. I know you no, got to run. You so Enjoy the rest of your stay in anytime. Indy. Yeah. And uh, always enjoy your work Absolutely. on NFL appreciate Network. appreciate you. Thanks, guys.